Hello, this is Malia Warner. Welcome to Power Principles, the podcast. Have you been thinking about Christmas presents a lot the last little while? Maybe you've already bought a few presents, maybe even wrapped some. On today's podcast, we are talking about a different kind of Christmas gift. We are talking about the power of being present. Welcome to episode 48, Christmas Presents. Hi friends and welcome. So glad you're here today. Over the holidays, we think a lot about presents with a T, about giving and receiving presents with a T. Today we are talking about a different kind of gift, presents with a C-E. Today we are going to talk about the power of being present and I'm going to give you three simple ways to be more present during the holidays. And I'm going to start right off the bat giving you the first thing because it's a busy time. If you get distracted and can't finish this podcast episode, I want you to have this one right off the bat. So my number one tool for being more present this holiday is actually three words, three magic words. Say these three magic words multiple times a day to yourself and it will really help you to be more present and enjoy the holidays. So here you go. Those three words are be here now. Be here now. When I was in college, one of my college advisors had a poster on her wall. I guess we could turn it into a meme these days. In big block letters, it said, be here now. Then in smaller letters, it said, be where you are supposed to be when you are supposed to be there. Be here now. Just this week, I had an experience where I was not very here in the now. We had gone to my son's Christmas band concert, and I had looked forward to it. I love hearing the Christmas music, and his group performed just a couple of pieces. And we were almost all the way through one of the pieces, and it was a wonderful arrangement, and they were doing so well. And I realized, I became aware that my mind had been wandering, and that I hadn't even heard heard the music, the very thing that I had come for, the very thing that I'd prepared dinner early and gotten dressed up and gathered the family together and we drove to the school and we found our seats and we got the program and we were watching and we sat through the other groups waiting for my son's group and then he got on stage and began to play and my mind went somewhere else until I completely missed the majority of one of his songs. And where was my brain? It was thinking about a tricky section of my book and how to fix it. And guess what? Earlier in the day, I had been at my computer working over that particular section. And where was my brain then? Thinking about my son's Christmas concert. I am going to go ahead and claim this for all of us. We are bad at this. We are bad at being where we are when we are there. If we are on vacation, we are thinking about work. If we are at work, we are thinking about vacation. If you are not this way, if you are very good at being present in your mind in the moment, then I would venture to guess that you have exerted conscious effort and much practice to develop that skill. Because it does not come naturally to us humans. One of the big keys to living a happy peaceful, deliberate life is learning how to be here now, to be in the present moment. So two days later, after the first concert, we attended 
another concert for another son's orchestra. So I'm at the concert and the high school Christmas concert is one of my favorite because they combine the string orchestra with the brass band and woodwind instruments to have a full symphony orchestra. And the sound is fabulous and the music, it's, it is really inspiring. I love it and I love to be there. So I'm focused that I'm going to be present and I'm going to stay in the moment. And I still found my mind wandering and guess what I caught it wandering off to? scripting this podcast episode about being present. Way to go, brain. Our brains are busy bodies. My brain is like a busy toddler that I have to constantly monitor and chase and keep it from running away, getting lost, getting into trouble, getting burned or falling off the kitchen counter. Those of you who have had or currently have toddlers know what I'm talking about. It's a full-time and exhausting job. My husband and I have this little game. Every once in a while, out of the blue, we will say, what are you thinking right now? And we have to pause and track down our thoughts and try to put them into words. It can be a risky little game. It's kind of like a thought roulette. So this happened the other night, and I tell you, my train of thought was actually multiple trains of thoughts that had left the depot heading in every different direction at once. My brain was busy imagining and worrying about some bizarre and unlikely future scenario. We spend a lot of time in the present thinking about, worrying about, and stressing about imagined future events that will likely never happen. But when we experience them in our present, we might as well have lived them already. The magic of the present is that it can be exactly what you want it to be. You can access any feeling you want to experience right now. If you want to feel happy, you don't have to wait for some future event. You can feel happy right now. So let's talk specifically about the power of presence, why it's powerful, and then I'll give you those three simple ways to help be more present this holiday season. When you begin to observe your thoughts, you'll notice that we tend, as it's our human tendency in our thoughts to mostly live in the past or in the future. We rarely inhabit the present. When you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about what you need to do. Before you finish one task, you're already getting jittery worrying about what you're going to do next. This can be a real barrier to finishing because your busy brain gets so worried about not having something to do. And so you actually procrastinate completing tasks. We all like to think that we want to go on these wonderful, relaxing vacations. And then when we actually do, it's hard to be there. It's hard to truly relax and be present. I remember years ago, my sister and brother-in-law had gone to Hawaii and he was on the beach reading a book and he just started to get so nervous and jittery. And she said, you're almost done with your book and you're worried that you're not going to have anything to do once your book is finished. Can you relate to this? Do we all find this difficulty in quieting our minds and being still? and being truly present in the now. I love that we call gifts presence because presence is a gift. Present 
is perfect. The present moment, this encapsulated moment right here, right now is perfect. It's new. It makes me think of a newborn baby. It's fitting that it's Christmas when we celebrate the birth of Jesus and we think about Jesus as an infant. I've always described that feeling of bringing a new baby home as feeling like it's Christmas time in the house. Even if it's June or July, there is magic. There's a sense of wonder that comes with having a newborn infant, the innocence. It's holy. It's pure potential. The present encapsulates the magic of that innocence and pure potentiality. Think of it. Right now, you are perfect. Nothing in your past defines who you are right now. The past is in the past. The past cannot even enter the present unless we invite it in. Also, nothing that you will do in the future defines who you are now. Here in this moment, you are whole and complete. You have everything you need to have. You know everything you need to know. Your now, your present, your presence is untouchable by external circumstances. Your power is not in your past or in your future. Your power is only and wholly in your present. Think about this. God is presence. God doesn't describe himself as I was or I will be. What do the scriptures say? That God is the great I am. Not I was or not I will or not I am going to or not I used to, but I am. And I love that there's no descriptive after that. There's no, I am a doctor, or I am 45 years old, or I am tired, or I am ugly, or I am beautiful. Simply, I am. That is all, and that is everything. If we're not worrying about the future, then we spend our present trying to go back and change the past. But there is no going back. We can't go back to the past. The only way we can access the past is to invite the past into our present where we tinker around with it and we try to twist it and change it and conform it into what we want it to be. And what happens? Nothing, except that now our present is stained and wasted. The past can have absolutely no impact on us except for what we allow it to have. We give the past the power that it has over us. I believe peace only exists in the present. In the present moment is where we find peace. We can fill at peace with our past. We can fill at peace with our future, but it is in the present moment that we experience that peace. The scripture says, take no thought for the morrow for the morrow will take care of itself. I am all in favor of planning, visualizing, dreaming, getting organized, thinking ahead, being self-reliant. I think what that scripture means is 
not trying to inhabit the future so much that we neglect living in the present. I think it means not trying to live outside of our lives, which is what happens when we only live for a future event or circumstance or when we dwell on the past circumstances and events. Because think about it. If the future doesn't come, if I don't get a tomorrow, it's okay. I have everything I need right here, right now in the present. The more you can be in the present, the more you will heal the past. The more you can take care of the present, the more the future will take care of itself. I'm going to tell a little story and tattle on my husband here. The joy of being a podcaster spouse. Love you, babe. So the story is a few years ago, we remodeled our basement. We added bedrooms and finished a really nice family room. And we invested in a super comfortable reclining couch and a nice smart TV. And almost the very next day after the remodel was finished, my husband was on to drawing out plans to remodel the deck and redo the backyard. He was designing shade covers and talking about how nice it would be to sit out on the back deck in the shade. And he's visualizing comfortable patio furniture and a table for outdoor barbecues. And I ask him, have you even sat on the couch downstairs? Have you gone downstairs in your beautifully remodeled basement and sat on the awesome couch and felt the feelings that you're imagining you're going to feel sitting under the covered deck? Because you don't have to have a covered deck to sit down and feel what you wanna feel. You don't have to have a remodeled basement to sit down and feel what you want to feel. You can do it right now. I love my husband's vision. I love that he is a builder. It's a couple of the things that I really love and appreciate about him. There's not a problem with vision and planning and building and and creating new things. The problem is when we delay living for the future. The problem is if we don't exist in our life now because we are expecting life to begin when the deck is finished or when we get married, or when we finish the test, or when we graduate, or when we have children, or when the children finally grow up and leave home. If we are delaying life for the when, the when never comes. The future is always one step ahead and we're chasing and chasing and we'll never catch up to it. So the problem is when you put off your joy into the future, when you feel you can't be happy now because you don't have this thing done or you don't have this future thing yet. The problem is postponing happiness, thinking that happiness comes with a different future circumstance. When you get feeling stressed and frenzied, it's good to stop, sit down and remind yourself, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to have that thing or finish this thing or accomplish this. I have everything I need right now. I have a full and perfect life now in this present moment. Okay, so I want to give you three simple accessible tools to help you chase down that busy brain 
lasso it, bring it back, keep it in control, keep it out of the past and out of the future and enjoy the present, especially over the holidays, which can be so hustle and bustle and frenzied. So number one, we already talked about three magic words. Be here now. Say it multiple times a day. Just thinking it, just having these words at the top of your mind and on the tip of your tongue is going to help immensely. When you find stress and worry creeping up, to take a breath and think, be here now. Be here now. Be where I am. Be in this moment. And of course I have a story because when I'm working on a podcast episode, it seems that life presents me with plenty of opportunities to test if I really will practice what I teach here on the podcasts. So this very morning, I'm typing, I'm working on the script for this episode, and my youngest comes upstairs and sits on the couch next to me. We're the only ones awake, and he starts to talk to me. And you know 10-year-olds, they can talk about everything. And for him, it's usually ongoing discussions about Minecraft and cats. And I can feel my brain formulating the words, go get dressed, go make your bed, mom's got to finish her podcast, da-da-da-da. But because I'm writing a podcast episode about being present, I can't be that hypocrite. So I sit, I move away from the computer, and I listen. And because the computer is open, my son wants to show me something. And he logs into his email and Google accounts and he shares with me his Google documents. And he has stories that I didn't even know that he had written. And he's writing a three act play for our family Christmas Eve storytelling shine time. He has all the characters and dialogue. And he informed me that I will be playing the part of the school lunch lady with two lines. Thank you very much. And I didn't even know that he had been working on it. We had this magical moment where he let me into his life and it reminded me that this is what it's all about. This is what my life is about. Everything that I do, right, is so that I can have these moments with my family and with my children. Don't we go to work and earn money and remodel our houses so that we can be happy with our families, so that we can experience the moments exactly like this? The problem is that we believe those events will happen in the future once we get everything done. I do this all the time. I feel like I have to have my stuff done before I can enjoy those moments. But no, those moments are happening now in the middle of everything, in the middle of scripting the podcast, in the middle of going to and from work, in the middle of remodeling. Life is not a destination. The future never comes. It's the journey that is dotted with everything we want and it's here and it's now. Be here now. In your present, you find life. Tool number two, the phone. How about giving yourself a gift of taking a break from the phone over the holidays? Why? Our phones connect us to the outside world and take us out of our life. The moment we touch and light up the screen, we are leaving our present and going outward. I love my phone. It is a awesome 
handy gadget and I am not throwing it out. I am not planning to go completely without it, but I am going to practice some mindfulness around using it this holiday. Around family, I'm going to be very conscientious to leave the phone in the other room, to not be looking at a screen while someone is talking to me. I have this image of a conversation alert that as soon as someone talks to me that I put away the screen and actually look into their eyes and actually make eye contact and really listen. So being mindful about my phone will not be something that I do perfectly. It will be something that I remind myself and catch myself and correct myself multiple times a day. And screen time in general, with my kids getting out of school and my college kids home for the break, I know that we are all going to have time that we need to be on our screens and that we want to be on our screens. And so I think we will be designating some screen time. Time when we know it's okay if we all disappear into the far corners of our personal space and have our own personal screen time. But then other times when we know that screens will just be off there'll be blackout times and it will be family time to be together. And tool number three, find some time every day to be still. Watch the Christmas lights. Sit and stare at your nativity scene. Breathe. Tap into presence. And the best way I know To access presence and stillness is through gratitude. And you can go back and listen to episodes 45 and 44 that are all about how to access the power of gratitude and different ways to express gratitude, to bring your mind out of the past and out of the future into the present moment. Holidays are hustle and bustle and frenzy. Being present slows down the pace of life. If you feel like you would like a little more time this holiday season, be present. Be present and you will slow down the pace of your life. Of course, we have to finish today by referencing Ebenezer Scrooge, who was haunted by the ghosts of past and the ghosts of future. When you watch the Christmas Carol in whatever rendition it is, whether it's the Muppets Christmas Carol or the old classics or the modern Bill Murray one, the message from Ebenezer Scrooge is that you change in the present. That the ghosts of the past and the future are the ghosts that haunt, but your power to change is in the present. So give yourself the best gift this holiday. Put it on your Christmas list. Give yourself this present of being present. This is Malia Warner. Thank you for listening. I wish you the happiest and most rich holiday season. And if you want, you could give me a great present right now by clicking on ratings and reviews and leaving a review for this podcast. That means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I will see you back here next week for another episode of Power Principles, the podcast. Have a good one.